What's up, everybody? How's it going? Happy Memorial Day. Thank you for uh, tuning in and listening. Uh, and I, I know that not everybody celebrates Memorial Day, and mostly people from outside the United States, I would assume. I, I found out, like, all my little podcast little stats that, like, a couple of people, you know, t- either tuned in, clicked on the podcast by mistake. Either way, I hope you're back. You know, there might be somebody else from outside the United States, but either way, happy Memorial Day to people in America. And then outside of there, I'm, you know, I don't know if you can hand out coupons uh, for a day off, but here you go. Here's your, here's your exemption. You can take the three-day weekend, whichever one you want, and just say, hey, this kid from the Dawson's Crick podcast, uh, I don't know if you listen to it or you know about it at all, but he said I could take a three-day weekend off and uh, just see how it goes. I mean, here's the thing. We live in a generation now where we're just throwing things out there and seeing if it sticks, you know, whether it's a new idea, a new whatever, just throwing it out there. People just try out something and then people either bat it down or like, you know what, that's actually a good idea. Let's let's start doing that from now on. So I think a coupon for a day off of work would be a great idea. And I think we should establish that uh, in this generation to make steps. You know, we already have mental health days, like take a mental health day off. Um, I, I think that's what they call it. I don't know. I, I work in customer service. People take those days off all the time. You know, a mental health day. Like, oh, why are you calling in? Oh, you can't come into work because you're, you, you, have, you need a mental health day. You're a little stressed out, you know. Uh, someone cut you off in traffic, and now all of a sudden you got to turn around and restart your whole day. I got it. We're not tough anymore. It's fine. We, we're already low-staffed. You might as well, yeah, fine. You know what? Everybody take the whole day off. We're just going to shut down this establishment because everybody needs a mental health day. How about that? <sighs> Happy Memorial Day is what I'm trying to get at. You know, it just makes me think because I know Memorial Day uh, is, you know, to celebrate the troops, you know, to be in rem- remembrance of the lost uh, in battle and stuff. And I just like, I mean, just thinking about that, I mean, everybody has a different Memorial Day, you know, m- you know, remembering different aspects. And I'll be honest, this n- mine's not all military based. So, you know, I love the military. Shout out them. I mean, they're doing stuff that I can never do. I can never join the military. I can never. Okay. Uh, they've tried to get me at a Hobby Lobby a few times out in the public. They noticed I didn't go to college. They're like, hey, come on. You want to? I'm like, no, it's not for me. I look, I can't be at the front of the lines. I mean, if I had to, if you drafted me, I mean, I have no other choice, but I'm just saying, like, you, um, you're brave. So, you know, I, uh, I appreciate that a lot. Memorial Day is different for everybody, though. Um, I'm also just, you know, memori- in, in memory of, like, just, you know, my childhood, uh, what it's like to be on Memorial Day. Uh, I don't know what you typically do with your family. I think it's more of a family day, too, in that aspect. You know, people go to the lake. I know that a lot, at least where I'm from in the South, that's what we did. We went to the lake, you know, got out the tubes, uh, your little ice pops, you know, the little boat, everything, and just go out there and on the lake all day. I'm talking getting burnt to a crisp. That was our Memorial Day. That's how we celebrated the troops. We celebrated the troops by going on a swim out on the lake, tubing around. Um, it's... Uh, I mean, honestly, you know, you have to be a little bit of a brave to get on the tube, especially with the psychotic dad that I had. Uh, he, he had no mercy with the tubing. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been tubing or on a tube, but I'm not even talking about behind a pontoon boat. I'm talking on a boat that's heavy horsepower, and he's just going 60 miles an hour while just like with, what, 12-year-old kids, 12, 15-year-old kids on the back? Yeah, we're young. We, we don't know a lot about life yet. We, we, we haven't thought about death a lot. That's what I know for a fact. But I, I, know, I remember my first time ever thinking about death. And that was whenever I was starting to tube behind my, dad, behind my dad's boat. That guy had no mercy. Okay, Now, will I admit, did he have a couple of uh, beers in him? He, he might have. Okay, I'm not saying, you know, he probably did. Okay, I'm not saying that's a... Great parenting by any means, but what I'm saying, I'm just stating the facts of what was happening and going on. So he was a little looser behind the wheel, and he would, you know, do donuts, make these big waves, and then you just go flying out of nowhere. Um, and I remember in that moment when I'm in the air, holding on for dear life, and the panic that they see on my face, but then the smile my dad has on his face as he knows he's about to kill his own kids, uh, uh, tubing. 
it's uh it's different so happy memorial day everybody happy memorial day it's different for everybody i love it i love memorial day or i love any day off honestly you, you know get a three-day weekend i know banks love it banks love any excuse to get a day off i mean they get days off that we never th- i don't even know how bank tellers make a living honestly they just go to work when they want to it's national lollipop day guess what they're closing down they're shutting their doors everybody they can't cash you, you want to cash a check on national lollipop day uh, tough we're a bank we're just going to close there's no you know no sorry you have to wait till tomorrow oh tomorrow's national hug day well guess what we're closed that day too thanks banks you know i appreciate you a lot so i bet you banks they're really enjoying they probably got a four-day weekend for all we know but Memorial Day, I love it, man. I love it. I mean, it's it's a lot of memories with that aspect. You know, I, it, it's different now, you know, being older. And Memorial Day just hits different. Um, but, yes, you know, sitting in the memories because that's what Memorial, just sitting in the memories, just remembering things. And uh, I, I one thing that I didn't remember on Memorial Day is – uh, I, I'm about to go, I'm about to go on a week trip, uh, to, um, we're going to stop in Nashville, do a show, then Kentucky do a show, then drive up to Indianapolis, uh, for the CCA conference, which is the Christian Comedian Association. I didn't even know that was a thing, but, uh, shout out to God putting that together. That's awesome. And, uh, and so I'm really pumped up because I, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I'm just praying that God, you know, connects me with people that, you know, he wants me to connect with. And that's really what it is. Uh, I'm just going to go down there for the experience. This is just, I mean, awesome. Just being, you know, invited to go do it and participate in it. That's super sick. And so we'll just see what happens, man. And uh, we'll make it happen. So uh, in the midst of that, I have to pack. And I don't know what kind of packer you are, but I can just tell you off the bat that I'm not the, um, the greatest I, uh, I'm kind of a, a woman when, when I approach my packing, I, I way overpack a hundred percent. I know a lot of dudes when it goes to like the summer camp and stuff like that, they just have a duffel bag of four days worth of clothes and they just make it work. Me, I, I'll be honest. I, I have to have my little nail clippers. I got to have like my certain hair products. I, I pamper myself a little bit. You know, I'm a little, I'm more of a little, more of a feminine guy. Uh, it's fine. Well, I was raised mostly around women. My dad wasn't, you know, he was working a lot. Um, so I didn't get taught a lot about manlyhood, but keep, keeping the nails good, keeping the hair good. Shout out to my mom and sister. They, they kept me prepped and pampered all at all my needs. So, you know, I, uh, shout out to them for that. But so I have to pack a little bit more and I'm trying to not pack as much this time. I want to just get a duffel bag going uh, just a week. So I'm not trying to do a whole lot, uh, not pack a whole bunch. It's just super overwhelming and, uh, going about that process, uh, it's tough. And I realized that I didn't have enough underwear, uh, not only to bring, but I ran out. I don't know if you've ever ran out of underwear, but that's, stu- that sucks. It, it hits different. Uh, when you're, when you're free balling uh, in 100-degree weather at a bus stop. And I don't know about the women. I don't know about the ladies. I don't know what y'all call it. No balling? Is that what is what is it called? You know, we got guys that free ball, girls that no ball. I don't know if you've ever been in that situation, ladies. But guys, I don't know if a lot of y'all have been either in it either. But from firsthand experience in it, it's tough. It really is. I had to quickly, you know, pack up all my stuff. Uh, and do, go do some laundry a uh, l- little later last night. Uh, get on the bus with my laundry. And uh, my, I'm telling you, my balls were just sticking to my legs. Just like, <laughs> I was just trying to, you know, I was walking different is what I, that's what it was. It was making me walk weird. You know, people were looking at me a little differently when I was walking on the bus. But it, uh, that stuff is like, tougher than command strips is what I'm trying to get at is you you need to put that behind like picture frames just some skin you know some ball skin at least and just put some water on it and I'm telling you it would stick to the wall for a lifetime I don't I can't promise you that you'll get it off but it will at least stick on there for a lifetime so 
who needs command strips when you got some ball skin? And so I, uh, free balling, man. It was, uh, it was different, especially out in public <laughs> because you're like, everybody knows that I currently don't have underwear on right now. Everybody knows it. I know they know it. And when they don't, they don't care. I thought I was like, dude, I got to put some deodorant down there. You know, they might be, I'm, I was thinking way differently, uh, whenever I had absolutely no underwear. So, uh, yeah, it was a complete different experience going to the laundromat. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been to a laundromat. Uh, I didn't uh, before I moved out here, but uh, it's an experience. I, I support going to a laundromat. I love it. I love it. You get the quarters. You go over there. You put your laundry in. It's a whole atmosphere. It's a whole experience. Uh, but with my neighborhood, uh, you know, a lot of the times, you know, trying to talk to people at a laundromat, there's a language barrier. So it's a lot of like olas, capasas, and then that's about it, you know. And then you're kind of like every so often nodding your head. I love the atmosphere. You got to go try, go try out a laundromat at least one time in your life. Uh, it's, it's a nice experience. But Memorial Day, free balling. You know, I didn't know those two things could correlate together, but here we are. Uh, dude. But, dude, I don't know. It's also making me think of just how not tough we are anymore. Like, just as people, as a generation, we're not tough. You know, Memorial Day is just another instance of just making me think of, like, how much of a man I'm not. Because, I mean, I read stories in the Bible, like the Old Testament. Those guys were men with the swords. They'll come into, they'll come into villages and stuff, you know. What you say, God? Did you say I'm going to win this war? They'll come in and they'll just go in with confidence, win, you know, hope the head of somebody. Be like, yeah, we took off the Philistines, man. We made them run. And then I read another story, you know, some other war happens. You know, just some, you know, man things go down. And I'm over here going, well, how can God use me, man? How can God use me? I'm not, I'm nowhere near like these people. The the apostles, the prophets, the, I'm nothing like these guys. Because I, I'm a relate, I, I like to relate. You know, like situations to relate. And it's hard to take some Bible stories and relate them to your current life because, it, well, number one, it was a different time. But also, like, I'm just not as tough as they are, you know? Like, even the women in there, they were tough, man. They were, like, walking for miles to go get some water and stuff. And I'm just over here and aisle, what, aisle eight trying to get some hair care products because my conditioner's not working out. I got some dead ends going on. I'm trying to figure that out trying to get some vitamins and these guys over here just you know got stabbed in the leg got a finger cut off you know being kings of countries and stuff it's just it's it's hard to compete with is what i'm trying to say it's it's a christian today is hard to compete with with a christian back then i mean if you look at the first modern church the first church that was opened up you got paul all of them they're going to spread the gospel they're like man all of them got stoned you know, or like persecuted and whatever. And I'm just like, man, it's hard to live up to that nowadays. You know, I get a bad look on the bus. I'm just like, man, this is not, is this my day? You know, I, I mean, I saw a guy, he was sharpening some throwing knives on the bus. He was just sharpening them. And I was like, what is, what is going on? Who let this guy on the bus with some knives? He was just sharpening them. I mean, who knows? He, he, I mean, he's more of a man than I am, I guess. I mean, throwing knives are pretty scary. I might have to use that for self-defense instead. That is pretty tough. But yeah, as a generation and just as a modern times, I don't know. I've just been thinking a lot more just of how not tough we are. You know, with AI coming out, I don't know if a lot of people know about AI or have read into it a lot. I know people are having fun with it, like ChatGPT and all that kind of stuff, It's it looks fun, you know, you're having fun with it, you're, you're typing in stuff, you know, I, I know kids that were doing it for their essays, and uh, it's just fun to have, like, a little fun with it, you know, you type it in there, something cool pops up, but I'll be honest, I'm kind of scared of it, I'm kind of hesitant, you know, I uh, I think this generation, we need, to, we need to start thinking about old ways of doing stuff, and kind of, like, bringing back some old ways, 
I, I, I feel like the more that we get technologically advanced, the worse it's going to get because we're going to become more dependent on the technology and we're, we're going to not be able to fend for ourselves uh, in a speak. I mean, you know, if the power grid go, goes down, we're all done. You know, you don't know how to drive to work. You know, if the GPS system, dude, GPS goes down. Guess what? You, you're not gonna, you don't know how to get around all day. You're going to be done. You're just going to be sitting in your house because you're like, okay, I mean, I can't get, get to work today. I can't go to the grocery store. I can't go anywhere. I don't even know what a street sign. No one looks at street signs. And so I feel like we need to learn how to read a map, bring that back to school. We need to learn how to incorporate, uh, you know, just learning how to some basic survival survival skills just in case something goes down. I mean, I don't know if uh, people are still paying attention to the, the, the war that's going over in Russia and Ukraine and stuff, but um, I pay attention to it from time to time. I just want to know what's going on just in case, you know, it gets, you know, gets my brain churning a little bit. I'm like, oh man, what happens if like a World War Three happens, you know, and people just don't think about it. And then whenever it does happen, I mean, everybody's just going to freak out. I think we need to calm down on the AI and calm down on the technology and, you know, incorporate some old, old ways of doing things. Uh, I, uh, I just don't, yeah, I just don't feel like we can fend for ourselves if something did go down. Like, I just, no one can know how to, no one knows how to make a fire anymore. No one, no one knows how to like, you know, drive without a map, drive without a GPS, you know, uh, no one carries cash, you know, I think, you know, and I'm over here sounding like a conspiracy theorist, you know, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying if something went down, I just don't think that we as a society or we as America really could fend for ourselves and figure things out, but I think that's when the South will get a lot more respect. I think the South doesn't get a lot of respect. I think we get trashed on a lot. I've just been getting that here, just being in Phoenix alone. Uh, people, I've never been stereotyped so much until I moved out to Phoenix. I've been stereotyped so much. Like I tell them I'm from Arkansas, they immediately think I'm dumber. They th- one person thought I didn't have to wear shoes in public school. Are you kidding me? I, I had to wear shoes. No, I didn't know. No, I didn't know how to wear. No, I didn't have to wear shoes at all. I was just Tom Sawyering it all throughout school. School, and I decided to move out to Phoenix. And I was like, "Wow, this is what a pair of Converse feels like on your feet." No. I, I, they just, they think, you know, we're racist. You know, we're lower. You know, we're lower on the, um, the intelligence scale. Uh, we're just a bunch of, you know. Just hicks, banjos, overalls. I mean, I've never... I, people feed into the, to the stereotypes so bad. <laughs> At least here. <laughs> I, I never had any stereotype in my head about a Californian. I never thought... I mean, I knew they were more a little democratic, okay? A little bit more on the blue side. But that's about it. That's all I really thought about them as. I was like, all right, cool. I mean, I know there's a... You know, Hollywood, celebrities, that kind of stuff. But I didn't really have a stereotype for them. And I started thinking about it. I was like, man, you know what? I need to have this combat thing, you know, to hit them in their face a little bit before they come at me, you know? If someone from the West Coast comes up to me and goes, oh, you're from Arkansas? I'm like, oh, you're from California? Oh, really? Really? How, how's it working, Mr. Oh, is the universe doing great for you? You know? How many crystals do you have in your car? All right? I, I actually have a backyard. You just have homeless to look at. How about that? You know, you look down on everybody all the time. And I have nothing against the homeless. I just, you know, there's just, I don't, I just don't know what to do about it. You know, love on them, pray about it. But, uh, no, stereotypes of the South. They live on it. Eat, eat, live and breathe. You know, I, I didn't really, I didn't really like coming from a small town. You know, I didn't like the small town that I was in, but now that I'm out here, I appreciate it so much more. I'm like, okay, keep hating on it. Oh, keep hating on it. But when things go down, when things go south, you're going to be looking at the south. I promise you. 
I promise. You're gonna be you crap on us all the time, but wait until the day that you need us. Whenever the the power grids go down, and then uh, whenever you know your technology is gone, your car doesn't start. Oh yeah, I bet. Oh, when your car doesn't start, you have to take it to a mechanic. Take it to all that kind of stuff. No, you can't do it by yourself. Oh, no, you're going to be looking at everybody in the South. You're going to be all, look, man, I didn't mean it. Okay, I, I knew that you wore shoes in high school, in public school. I knew that you, you know, I was just kidding. Oh, yeah, you're going to be kidding, all right, whenever, you know, World War Three comes. You don't know how to fend for yourself. You don't know how to, you don't know where, how to read signs. You know, you're so used to, you know, your phone. I feel like an 80-year-old talking right now, but it's just facts, okay? Give the South some credit. Give us, give us some credit. And it's fine. No, I want y'all to keep hating. Like, I'm from Arkansas. Keep hating it. Keep hating it. You know, I have, I've heard so many things. <laughs> no, keep hating it. Because whenever I want to retire, I'm going to go back to Arkansas and it's still going to be cheap. That's my point. Whenever I want to go back, it's just still going to be cheap. Um, whenever I want to retire. So keep hating on it. That's fine with me. But, yeah. Taking these mental health days. Mental health days, man. Not for me. Now we need to be a little, a little tougher nowadays. Just mm, people need some life. Um, just have that little bit of experience because I mean, yeah, we uh, we're, it's just different nowadays, man. No, I'm I'm tired of having to explain myself is what it is too. Like, I mean, I, I'm tired of having to explain myself. I I mean that's why I like the laundromat. It's peaceful. I feel like I can go in there and a laundromat is a little laundromat. I go in there, people are smiling. You know, you look at them, you're like, oh, hey, hey, nice to meet you. You know, and they're like, oh, it's cool, what's up? Hey, oh, you don't have a couple of quarters? How about I lend you some? Oh, cool. You know, I don't have to explain myself. I don't have to explain my background or where I'm coming from or who I am. I can just go into a laundromat and just be treated like a normal person. You know? Um... And you know what's sad is, is, you know, people got church hurt. You know, I got it. We all got it somewhat. I mean, I've been to five churches down here in Phoenix, and all of them just, you know, it just hasn't worked out, sadly. You know, it's just one thing after another. You know, I uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It kind of just starts at with, uh, I don't know. I've always had this hard time, like even as a Christian. Like I even have a hard time wrapping my mind around why we have so many different denominations. Why do we have 200 different flavors of Christianity? We got Dr. Pepper, Cherry Dr. Pepper, Cherry Vanilla Dr. Pepper. You know, and then we got someone coming in trying to be a Pepsi. I mean, I don't know. We just have so many different flavors of Christianity. And we all should have just one goal. You know, bring people to know Jesus. Love Jesus with all our hearts. You know, he's our Lord and Savior. And then go spread the gospel. I mean, it's that simple. And love others. I think people forget that part, loving others. I see it all around me. People just simply not loving one another of where they're at. They always, you know, I always feel like I have to explain myself or other people have to explain themselves. You know, you, I mean, you might be feeling like that, you know, why it's hard to make friends. You know, you might have to feel like you have to explain yourself all the time and it just gets annoying, you know. It's not like a laundromat. What, I mean, laundromats, there's not like a different vibe every time you go to a laundromat. They're all the same. There's not different flavors of laundry mats. You don't walk in one laundry mat and get treated different than another laundry mat. You know? They don't have like different things going on, like, you know, oh here at this laundry mat, you have to light a candle before you start uh doing your laundry. That's what we have going on over here. Oh, you have to uh sing a song this way at a laundry mat. That that's what we got going on here. You just have to sing a song different and uh no. We dance over here at this laundry mat. Oh, cool. That's awesome. So you have to dance the whole time your laundry's going. Oh, really? Cool. That's awesome. We don't have mega laundry mats. Laundry mats that are so big that you just are like, wow, this is overwhelming. I, I just, I don't know. This is, uh, this is a lot to take in for a laundry mat. And so I think, um, you know, there's a lot of denomination drama is what it is. And... We just got, I don't know, man. We just need prayers about it, honestly. I feel like um, as Christians, 
uh, I don't I don't really know where to pinpoint it at. You know, just keep praying about it. You know, if you got church hurt, you know, just keep pushing forward. I mean, I'll be honest. I didn't go to church on Sunday. I didn't go. I just, I wanted to take a break. I just was like, man, you know, I got another church on my list that I'm going to go try out. But I'm just like, before I go, I'm like, dude, this is, uh, this is a lot. And I don't, I don't want to go in and it just, I feel like, I mean, I have to explain myself again. I mean, there's nothing, I mean, God's good, you know, uh, that has nothing to do with it. You know, I've always lived on this mentality of choose community, live the gospel. That's always what it's been. Choose community, live the gospel. That's what my uh, church back in Arkansas was all about. And so I just don't know what to do when you, when you try to choose community and community is just so hard to just, you know, I'm not being too picky either. It's not, it's just like, I feel like I uh, have to just explain myself all the time of what I'm doing and why, why I'm doing it, why I'm living my life a certain way. Um, you know, if you're glorifying God, just go for it. Do it. Why not? Go, go do, if you know, you want to be a juggler, do it to the glory of God. I don't, I don't know. You want to be a bus driver, do it to the glory of God. I mean, whatever is on your heart, go do it to the glory of God. I really don't think there has to be an exact formula or this cookie cutter, you know, kind of thing. I feel like people are just hard to accept when someone just comes in with a little bit of different perspective on life. I think that's what it is. Um, it's, and it stinks because I just, you know, it just, it just stinks, man. That's really what it is. <laughs> it just stinks. Like I have no other words for it. Um, because I mean, it's a whole new experience for me. Because, you know, I was blessed enough to be able to walk into the church in Conway and just walk in there and just be like, yo, this is my, this is where I need to be. This is awesome. And I come out here and it's just, it's just different. You know, there's so many different, you know, flavors and stuff. And they're all like, you know, biting at each other. And I'm not saying that back in Arkansas wasn't the same thing, but it's just like, oh man, a Baptist doesn't like a non-dom, and non-dom's like, oh, you're Baptist, and oh, what, what is this, Pre- Pentecostal, oh, uh, uh. I'm just like, dude, just love each other, who cares, I, it, it doesn't matter, I'm just ready for Jesus to come back, is what I'm trying to say, okay, I'm, I'm just ready for Jesus to come back, I told my mom that, she was just like, are you, are you, uh, are you okay, Dawson? Are you, is your mental health okay? Do you need to take a mental health day? I'm like, I'm fine. I just think uh, this world is... I, th- I think every young kid, you know, that's that's one thing. Okay, that's one thing. If you live in a small town, I heavily encourage you, you know, don't... Or just live anywhere. I encourage you not to just stay in that spot. Go. Go experience some life. Go move out. You know, if you're going to college... Go to a college out of state. Why not? You know, if um, just move, move around, you know, experience life a little bit uh, because I think that that'll help you grow a lot. Um, people with these like small town mentalities and stuff like, and I have nothing against that. If you stay in a small town, get married in the same town, your kids go to the same school, that kind of stuff. There's nothing wrong with it, but I just feel like, you know, your brain can kind of get jaded with it, you know, you don't really know what, you know, the outside, you know, outside your little realms like, so then when someone comes up to you with a different perspective, you're like, what, I've never heard of this before, I've never been taught it, well, of course, because you've been in this same area the whole time, and, um, I, uh, I, I encourage it, especially if you're young, why not, go for it, I'm doing it, I haven't died yet, you know, um, and no, and life's tough. I, I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it for you. No, t- that's why everybody's so, you know, so afraid, you know, they have something on their heart. They want to go try, but like, they're afraid to go do it. No, go do it, man. Come on. You only live, you only live once, man. Come on. You're not guaranteed tomorrow. You know, whatever's on your heart, pray about it. God's going to open up an opportunity and you just got to go take it. No matter, no matter, uh, how, how scary it might be. And, uh, you know, out here in Phoenix, it's been tough. You know, uh, you know, I've talked about it before, 
And, you know, I didn't want to wake up this morning. You know, more I have a, not, I didn't want to wake. I had a hard time. I have been having a hard time sleeping. I just have a lot of things on my mind and just, you know, you just have a hard time sleeping. And so I've been taking some melatonin at night and oh, melatonin. Oh, I love that stuff. Melatonin? Do you want to I I can take two melatonin. Just take some melatonin. I can sleep anywhere. Put me on a hammock on the next to, next to an interstate. I can sleep there. I'm uh, knocked out. Melatonin. Just melatonin is amazing. I love it so much. You know, melatonin knocks me out so well. Like when I see someone throwing like a knockout punch, I call it street melatonin. That's what I call it. You know, I saw a homeless person throwing street melatonin. He knocked it, knocked somebody out. I don't know if he was homeless, but you know, he was fighting. Um, at the bus stop, uh, I don't know what it was over. It could have been a bus pass. It could have been over some alter altercation, but he was throwing some of that street melatonin and that guy was out, you know, it's a wild thing to see, but I love melatonin, dude. It, it knocks me out. It knocks me out. I have the, I, I wake up and dude, I have like those creases on the side of my face. Oh, you know, when you get a good sleep, when you have those creases on the side of your face. I have the wildest dreams. Wildest dreams on melatonin. I'm I, I'm trying to remember one. I uh Oh, lucid dreams are the best. You can just it's, it's like a movie that plays in your head. I I'm a full advocate for melatonin. What's even crazier is is uh people st I've been told that people take try to take melatonin and it doesn't even help them go to sleep. It doesn't help them at all. People are like, oh, yeah, I've tried taking melatonin. It doesn't help me go to sleep. I still have a hard time sleeping. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, the only other thing that I can think of that can help you go to sleep is just, there you go. You've been tranquilized. There you go. Have fun sleeping for three days. Catch up on some rest. That's crazy. If you can't sleep on melatonin, that's nuts. Like, I don't, I don't know. You know, your brain's, your brain's just wired differently. And But melatonin... 100%. I, I vouch for it. So if you're having a hard time sleeping, uh, this part of the podcast has been sponsored by Melatonin. Um, I'm not getting paid for it, but I am getting rewarded with sleep. So shout out to the Melatonin. You go get that in stores. Um, I actually get paid for every time I say the word Melatonin. So that's why I'm saying it a bunch. I actually just love saying the word. I actually get a little tired saying the word, just Melatonin. I'm I'm kind of just a little, little woozy and a little sleepy. I mean, Thankfully, I got my iced coffee from uh, McDonald's. Oh, I love it, but sometimes they make it way too sweet. Way too sweet. Ugh. I mean, it's not it's not worth losing a foot. I'll be honest. I mean, I I, I like it sometimes, but then there's just a, it's a iced coffee at McDonald's is like playing you're playing Russian roulette whether it's gonna be good or not. You always tell them, hey, can you like cut down the you know the sweetness like in half and they're like oh i got you and then they just double it somehow it always comes out way sweeter than what it originally was when you asked for it not to be sweeter it's like the opposite effect when you go to these fast food establishments you always got to tell them hey can you make it extra sweet and then they'll be like oh sure and then they'll it's just just no sweetness in it so i i think i need to go in there with this reverse mentality uh mindset uh yeah, but so mel melatonin, dude, it, it it's some good stuff, good good stuff. Um, but yeah, go for it. I know I know everybody's uh going through some stuff. Um, you know loneliness. That's that's uh, I, it's not a new feeling for me, but uh, definitely being out here, you know, trying to find a place to make a friend. That's all I'm asking. And I just try, trying to make a friend, you know that. That's all I'm asking. So, just uh, I'm praying for everybody out there that's going through the same stuff that I'm going through. You know, I'm not trying to be like, oh man, poor Dawson. I know. Here's the thing: is I'm I know that if I'm going through it, someone else has either been through it or going through it right now, currently. So, I uh, my thing is is I'm just wanting to get on, hop on here, and encourage everybody. Like, if you're going through a tough time, dude, come on, let's go, man. We're in this together. Uh, I think. I think there's not enough people doing it. 
I think there's, I think people level, like for example, someone's going through something, especially with some Christians. I'm not saying all, but I'm saying with some, you know, you tell them that you're going through this, 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 and this, and this, and they almost look at you like a, a Job. You know, do you know the story of Job? Whenever all these bad things were randomly happened to him and his friends came up to him and were like, dude, uh, are you, I think, you know, I think you did something wrong. I think you made God mad. I think you did something to make God mad. That's not necessarily true. It's not. Sometimes people just go through a hard time. It's just life. Sin of life, it sucks. And so I think uh, a lot of people have looked at me like a Job situation. You know, I haven't had the best things that have happened. And, you know, I'll try to explain to people the things that have happened in my life and whatnot. And they just, you know, I just feel this weird kind of like, oh, you know, man, you know, (laughs) you've been through a lot, you know, instead of like, you know, loving on each other, it's kind of more of like a, why did all those things happen? You know, Dawson, well, that was your fault. I think, you know, that, that, you know, I think God was a little angry at you. I'm like, no, that doesn't even make, that doesn't make any sense. You know, bad things just happen sometimes. It stinks, but it makes you stronger. I'm telling you this much, I've grown. <laughs> I, uh, I've, I went back and listened to a little bit of, you know, a previous podcast because, like I said, I love doing these things because it's like an audio journal. I just go in here and I just spit whatever's on my brain, whatever, you know, is going on that day. You know, hopefully some people listen to it. You know, it's entertaining, but also I want to leave a little bit of motivation in there. You know, a little room for Jesus. You know, and I'm not saying that, you know, I don't want to, for- like, I don't know who's all listening to this podcast. It could be mostly Christians. There could be a few atheists that are listening to this. But what I'm saying is, is like, with all the garbage in life that you're going through, and everybody's trying to fill that little hole in their heart with something, you know, everybody goes and leans on a relationship. Or they might go lean on uh, alcohol. Or they might go lean on drugs. They might go lean on whatever. I'm just telling you, dude. Um, I've been down those roads. Then I found Jesus. That's all I'm saying. And so, take that as you will. Just leave here with the motivation of that. And in general, you know, I'm just, you know, I want to love on everybody. And I think that's the big key that I'm trying to push right now. Is I felt the back, I felt the back end of it before. And I know other people are feeling it. And, you know, my goal here is, is um, I want to just be able to um, love everybody like Jesus loved people. And also spread the good news. You know, Jesus wasn't even like, you know, I feel like Jesus was, now thinking about it, he was probably, you know, it seemed like he was questioned a lot, you know. He was, you know, he was questioned a lot. And uh, he wasn't, of course, he wasn't accepted, you know. And uh, that's tough because the dude, um, <laughs> he did nothing but be nice. If you just, if you take, like, literally, it's, it's, uh, I don't know. It, I don't, it just kind of pops in my mind if you really think about it. So, I don't know, man. Love on one another. That's really what the big thing is. I think uh, to end this thing off, I uh, I want to bring up uh, Ephesians 6. You know, I think this is a good time to bring up the armor of God. Put that thing on there. Uh, I uh, teach at a, uh, or I don't know why I got put in this teaching position. Uh, I don't. I didn't put it in a resume or anything, but I guess I just got recommended for it. But uh, I work at a Bible camp, a summer Bible camp, and that just means that all these kids, all these kids go there. They know there's going to be a heavy Christian influence um, uh, while they're there, and you know, honestly, these kids are all from all backgrounds and all whatever. I mean, there's kids that don't even know who Jesus is. Uh, there's kids that know of him that were raised in it. There's also kids from all different kind of denominations and all whatever, you know, and it's, it's nice. Honestly, I like having that because, um, we don't have enough of that blend in this. We all, it's just all constantly tension all the time. And so I, um, have the honor of being in the teaching role. Sometimes I switch off with a guy and, um, you know, I started off teaching and I just got thrown in the fire. I didn't know I was teaching that day. And they just threw me in there like, hey, Dawson, we need, you know, you're going to do the Bible study today. And I was like, all right, cool. And uh, I dusted off the armor of God. And I think, uh, I mean, I need it. We all need it. And, um, and just, you know, I'm just going to read off a few verses that I read off to the kids, you know. And uh, it's, it's preschool to uh, seventh grade. I, I love talking to like just having like the same 
uh, lesson, but you have to talk about it differently. Like with seventh graders, you can kind of get a little deeper. You kind of get, you know, the armor of God, kind of break it down, see where they know, whatever, break down their knowledge. Pre-K, you're just going like, hey, man, think of something that's super strong. They're like, grizzly bear. And I'm like, yeah, that's how God wants you to be. Get in the word. (laughs) So I like that evolution of just seeing uh, how, like, how, you know, kind of like that battle of like teaching these kids different ways of uh, learning about the aspects of God because sometimes like the Bible can get very 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 deep there's definitely like a like an age barrier there with some things uh, that you might not want to show the kids <laughs> and so um, until they get a little bit until they get a little bit older and so you kind of like gotta like break it down you know um, but you know what I gotta give prep I gotta give uh, um, kudos to these kids though because a lot of them are a lot more mature than you think they are. I think just with technology and this generation and stuff, it's like they just know a lot more. Like I, I heard about, I heard these fourth grader, fourth grade girls. They were talking about how they're on like antidepressants and stuff already. I'm like, what? In fourth grade, fourth grade, I was playing with a stick outside. I didn't even know what anxiety was. I was just outside playing with a stick. Using my imagination. Dude, I loved using my imagination. Have you ever used your imagination as a kid? Oh, I would get so mad when my mom would just enter my room while I was just playing with Legos and Hot Wheels. I was in my own little world. You know, some part of me want, like, I wish I could just unleash that again or unlock that again. But I just, you know, you older, you kind of lose that, you know, you lose that imagination ability and it, you know, transfers over into something else. And and that's why I think comedy is a good outlet because, you know, you're using your imagination, but it's just different. But, yeah, dude, if you use your imagination, like, like for example, if I have kids, they're going to play outside. They're going to play outside. You know, th- this stuff, the, the phones and all that kind of stuff, I mean, it's, I feel like we're going to have to go a little bit backwards before we go fo- forwards, if you know what I'm saying. These kids are getting way too knowledgeable, you know, with their age. And I'm just, I, I don't give credit where credit's due, but also at the same time, it is also very like technology is just very overwhelming for me much less probably those little kids and so i'm just saying they're gonna go play outside they're gonna use their imagination oh dude use your imagination that was that's such an underrated that's such an underrated time and such an underrated like thing is going and just like you know girls you got little barbie dolls or whatever guys you got the you know you're pretending you're behind a tree and you're just you know Dude, I loved using my imagination. I loved it. It was so usually like I'm outside, I got a stick, you know, stick that you know I, I think it's a gun, you know. I'm outside. I'm battling aliens, or whatever. I'm behind a tree trying to dodge stuff. I'm rolling around in the leaves. <sighs> I mean, I I love that stuff. I love it so much. I put war paint on. Out of the mud in the ground, you know. The neighbors think, you know. I, I here's my thing is, is like I would love to go do that now, but I look too crazy. They're like, there's a psycho that's outside right now. He's like, some man is playing with a stick. He's hiding behind trees and stuff. You can only do that as a kid. You can't use your imagination as an adult, which kind of stinks, man. Like, I, I'm trying not to lose it. Okay, and that's why I'm trying. I'm trying to have always have that little kid side to me i think that's what you know every adult needs you know i i feel bad for you know some people they get married and it's just it's over now i'm like what do you mean it's over like they just act like they just they're too old now oh i can't do those things that was that was before i was married no nah, dude i if it wasn't too weird i'll rip i'll rip out the legos i don't care i'll start building something I'm, i'll be a kid all day that's why I love doing this Bible camp stuff because it just, I used to be awkward around kids because I never was raised around them. And then all of a sudden just, you know, doing the coaching, the flag football team. And then now getting this opportunity to work at this, you know, Bible school camp and they'll turn to an after school program after the summer. I've just come to realize of just how awesome it is and just like why it's so awesome to be around kids all the time because you literally just get to act like one. Because if you're an adult around kids, like, it's normal to act like a kid. You know, you just can't, you can't do that out in public, which just sucks, you know. I mean, I can't go outside and use my imagination anymore. 
But with a kid, I'll pretend I'm a Obi-Wan Kenobi, just straight. Give me a stick. I'm fighting him with a stick. Let him win. It's fun. Use your imagination. Don't lose it. Man, I loved it so much. Loved it so much. Man, I'll pretend I'm in a band. Take pots and pans and just start... Pretend I'm in a rock band. I miss it. I miss it so much. It's alright though. Because... It may be in the past, but... You know... Dude, God's got something. God's God's doing good now, baby. You know, I'm getting to use my imagination all the time in jokes. <laughs> so, it's awesome. And so, never lose that imagination side. It's it's so fun. But, like, this is what I read of the kids, you know. I said, therefore, take up. Uh, we're starting in verse 13, Ephesians chapter 6, um, verse 13. Uh, we got, therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand the evil day and having done all to stand firm. Stand therefore having fastened on the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying all, uh, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. In layman terms, you know, there's there's the individual, you know, you know pieces of armor that we need and that we have, um, you know. You got the sword, you know. Hold on, sword of the sword of the spirit. Is that what that was? You know, I got I got the uh, reference pulled up right here. Uh, hold on, I got to type in armor of God, armor of God. Images. Um. Yeah, we got the belt of truth, shoes of peace, helmet of salvation, shield of faith, breastplate of righteousness, sword of the spirit. I mean, I needed to look up how to how to live by it. You know, I had I had something in my head. And it just didn't work out <laughs> in my head because I should have had this pulled up earlier, but it's okay. I got pulled up right now. Um, let's see here. Belt of truth. Stand firm with it. Um, so, you know, be in truth. Breastplate of righteousness. You know. You know, I, I don't know. Looking at all these, I just know of what I need to work on. I need to I need to be in the Bible more. I need I need to be in the Bible more for sure. I need uh I need to have that uh what's it called the the sword of the spirit. Yeah, I need to have that sword of the spirit better. I think I just I just haven't been in getting in it as much as I need to and I've just been th- letting things get to me more than what I need to let them get to me, you know, instead of giving them to God, I kind of dwell on them and, you know, kind of things that, you know, I would, the, the church is not working out and them giving me, you know, just this bad, you know, vibe kind of thing. And, um, it just stinks, you know, it just stinks. So, uh, I just want to leave with that encouragement. I'm not going to go through a whole heavy, like Bible study on it, but, you know, look up, the armor of God in your own time. I just want to use that as a, uh, as a, you know, strengthen yourself, you know, shield of faith. I feel like that's, I love the shield of faith. That's what I'm trying to get at. I love, I love the shield of faith because that's what I feel like that. Um, I'm kind of living in the season I'm in right now. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I'm, I'm enjoying my life. Uh, you know, I, one minute I'm just up here, you know, I'm like, man, I have a good show. I have a good set. I'll come home. And then the next day I'm like sad about something. I'm just on this emotional roller coaster. And I'm just like, man, why am I feeling this way? You know, what's happening, God? What are you going to be doing? Yada, yada, yada. And I'm like trying to focus on all these things. And I should just be, you know, having that show to faith and just keep pushing forward despite, you know, all these 
you know, objections being thrown at me. Um, and that's what I want to leave you with encouragement is uh, have that shield of faith. I don't know what your, you know, your leap of faith is going to be today or tomorrow or uh, what it is. But just go do it. Go do it to the glory of God. Why not? You know, uh, don't be afraid of what other people think. You know, uh, you'll be surprised. Uh, maybe your, you know, your closest fe- people may not like what you're doing or they might have they might question you at one point in your life. But if you know in your heart that you should be doing it, then guess what? You know, you prayed about it, you know, dude, go for it. You know, Jesus was in the same shoes, you know. People questioned him, people wondering why this, all of this, uh, uh. he knew what he was doing. And it's the same thing. Uh, everybody's journey's different. I think that we need to leave this off with uh, just everybody love each other. That's really what it is. Everybody love each other. Okay, love each other. Um, uh, before I leave uh, off the podcast, I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, it means so much for everybody tuning in. Uh, leave a review. Uh, leave a comment. Tell me how you like it. Tell me what you don't like. I mean, whatever. Just give me, give me, uh, give me something um, to you know. Let me know that you're listening. Uh, I uh, I appreciate all my listeners. You know, I want to thank you for the subscribe button to to let you know. That uh, when whenever I drop an episode, drop whatever, I'm trying to post more Instagram reels and post post more reels of like my uh, stand up and stuff. So I'll be looking for more of that in the future. Uh, my social medias will be linked in the description, as long as with my email, you know, Bible verses, that kind of stuff. And um, yeah, so I love y'all. Uh, thank y'all for tuning in uh, to episode 65 of Dawson's Crick, and uh, I will be seeing y'all uh, sometime next week. Uh, oh. And, well, yeah, I'll be seeing y'all sometime next week. Also, by the way, uh, I love y'all. Um, and I just want to leave, leave, leave y'all with that, that I love y'all. And, uh, you know, whatever you're going through, I'm praying for you. Uh, and that's another thing, too. If you want to email me something, you know, go for it. It's all, it's all good. But, um, yeah, I'll see y'all next week sometime. Thank y'all.